Well, good afternoon, church. I hope you're all doing really well in your bubbles. I've enjoyed your posts on what you've all been up to while in lockdown. It's amazing the creative things many of you have been up to, from your meals to exercise and craft things you've been making. Good on you. I know you've all been looking after your families during this time as well. Also, it has been great to see you providing help as able to your neighbours and others in our church family, and I pray that you will be super blessed. I'm sure many of you have been catching up on things not done and reading lots of books. Amongst reading some cool books, I've been watching some old TV shows and old movies over this time, and I always come across some goodies. I like watching some of these programs and thought today I would share some ideas that can come from them. So here is just three for you to ponder. An old western from the 70s, for some of you older folk you'll remember this one, a movie from the 80s and another story that's been going on for over 30 years. So let's first have a look at the old western. This is a story of a wandering Shaolin monk who travels barefoot across the plains of America in search of his half-brother. He's armed only with his spiritual training and his skill in martial arts. He learnt his skill from Master Po and Master Can. He was lost and alone when he was picked up by the masters who actually saw something in him and taught him and took him on a new way of living. Some of you may be familiar with the term grasshopper. Grasshopper can mean many things. It can mean being inexperienced. It can mean implying that you know very little about a subject. It can also mean when someone is about to correct or inform one another. But I like this one. It is actually a term of endearment. It's about a close relationship between two people where teaching and learning can take place, where care can take place. The TV show is called Kung Fu. There was another one of these movies from the 80s, which um, a number of you will know. It's a modern version of the Kung Fu movie. Again, it's centered around martial arts, made in the 80s, and it had a great following. From here, we got some great quotes Many of us will remember some of these. Here's a good one for you, Trent. Never trust a spiritual leader who cannot dance. Hmm, that will be interesting to see. We'll all have a good giggle. Here's another one. Walk on road. Hmm, left side, safe. Right side, safe. Walk in middle, sooner or later get squish, just like grape. Here's one here. We make sacred pact. I promise to teach karate to you. You promise to learn. I say you do. No questions. Lies only come true if person choose to believe. And lastly, probably the most famous, wax on, wax off. It is, of course, Mr. Miyagi and Daniel Sung in the movie Karate Kid. A young man new to town, gets into a fight. Of course, as a girl, an old handyman comes to his defence. He helps him out. Boy says, teach me. And so we get the story. 
again a close relationship between two people where teaching and learning can take place and here love and care take place and then my last story today the saga this teacher also wears brown colored robes similar to monks he imparts wisdom to a young stargazer he teaches him something he cannot see he instructs him to mature and grow in knowledge and wisdom and skill. He is, of course, Obi-Wan, and his student is Luke, his apprentice. Again, the master saw something in Luke. Again, it is a close relationship between two people where teaching and learning can take place. I do think Obi-Wan cared about Luke as well. You see, there's something to be said about doing life alone doing everything you do yourself the phrase i can do it i'm all good do you know apprentices who want to master something don't work alone to hone their craft they need their master close by to show them how to do it they need them close by to get smart like them they need them close by to watch and learn the skill the master has they talk to their master the master shows and tells. Do you know, I think we've become a people who want to do it alone, to be individual, to be self-made. I think we've relied on Mr. Google and Miss YouTube too much. Current in this lockdown, I've been tasked to provide learning and training opportunities for around 17 men so they can be better at what they do. There are three of us who have made ourselves available to teach, advise and guide these men so they can sharpen their craft. A question was posed to some of our apprentices recently on how would you go about building a fence? One came back and said, Google it. I was completely surprised. Why not join with somebody else who has been built 20 fences and ask him? He would be an expert. He would tell you the pitfalls. He would tell you the how-tos. This shows a commitment to the master. You know some stuff I don't. Would you tell me, please? And you know what? No decent master will tell his young grasshopper to find out by himself. The master's job is to do the task set before him and to do it well and to teach. The apprentice's job is to assist the master in his work, learn and glean from him. There need not be a Mr. Google when one attaches oneself to a master. And there is another story, this one over 2000 years old. Jesus set this example that many have dreamed up to fit into their business programs even now. It goes like this. I do you watch i do you help you do i watch you do show someone else bring someone else with you do you know i'm trying to do myself out of a job by training others to do this exactly same way i do it you watch me i do it you help me you do it i watch you you do and then bring your mate with you 
This has been around for nearly 2,000 years. Let's have a look at the 12 disciples. Seven of these were fishermen. One was a scholar. One worked for the IRD. One was a rat bag. One was a labourer. And one was a writer. Just everyday, ordinary men who were called by another to live a different way. To work a different way. To look at others a different way. And to change the world. These were apprentices who brought, who were brought into the circle of someone else. In there, Jesus taught them lots of stuff. He teaches them a new way of living. A new way that is the total opposite of what used to be. We see this in the Sermon on the Mount. This shows us this very clear. In Matthew chapter 5, the blessings come to those who are poor, weak and lowly, not the rich, the strong and the high society types. You know, these are announcements to those who are poor spiritually, to those who mourn, to those who are meek, those who hunger, those who are merciful, those who are pure, those who are peacemakers, and those who are persecuted. These are to be blessed of God. Jesus goes on to talk about how we are to be in this world. We are to be salt and light to the world. There is something that has happened to us that can change the trajectory of this world. And what has happened to us is this. Jesus has come and everything is going to change. All right. Jesus has come and everything that we currently know and do is going to change. Now, when you show kindness, do it when no one is watching. Now, when you pray, do it in the quiet place. Speak to your Father in heaven, and whatever happens in heaven will happen on earth as well. Now, when you refrain from food, you do without fanfare, because denying yourself of the very thing that gives you sustenance opens the door for the Holy Spirit to nourish you from within. Before Jesus came, all these things were done in the open, where everyone could see. Everyone could see how good or righteous they were. And you know, Jesus turns all of that upside down. He says, store your treasures in heaven where there is no decay. So then, about being a disciple. <clears throat> when I was young, my teacher showed me how he prayed, how he gave, and how he fasted. This was not breaking the secret. This was disciple making. Remember what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11? He says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. I had to find someone or something. I talked to others, asking them how they do it. If I had nothing to follow, how then could I then learn? Jesus goes on in the Sermon on the Mount to talk about gates, trees and houses. He wraps up his story, his sermon, with these three stories. Narrow gates, they lead to life. Or narrow roads, they lead to life. He, lead, he talks about good trees, which lead to fruit. fruit. 
he talks about hearing and doing, which leads to wisdom. This last one is not about houses, rock, sand, foolishness or wisdom. It's about hearing and doing. You see, there is a whole different life to be lived, and it's in the person of Jesus. We can learn this from those around us and those who are near to us. Let us hear the words of Jesus and do them. This is the smart thing to do. Jesus also shows them the Father in John chapter 14. He says that if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Everything that the Father is, is fully alive in the person of Jesus. Having sight of the Father is having sight of Jesus. The disciples need to stay in the sight of the Father, and a disciple stays in the sight of Jesus. Do you know Jesus also, he sends them. This is also part of being a disciple. Being a disciple means being called and being sent. And in Matthew chapter 10, he calls them, he calls the 12 together, he gives them stuff, he gives them power, and then he sent them. And he sent them with a bunch of instructions. In Luke chapter 10, he sends more. He appointed them and he sent them. He sent them for them to look for the man of peace, to heal the sick. And he says to them, the kingdom has come near to you. That's what he said to say to whoever they visit. is to say to them, the kingdom has come near to you. To speak about what the king is doing. He then brings them, he brings them then into a circle again and teaches them again when it went a bit pear-shaped in Matthew chapter 17. Here a son is brought to Jesus who has epileptic seizures and they couldn't heal him because of unbelief. Unbelief? Unbelief in what? It actually means little faith. Folks, we got to get more faith. We got to believe him more, that he is who he said he is, and that he will do what he said he will do. He gives them some more instructions on prayer and fasting. These things only come out by prayer and fasting, he says. He also releases them and sends them again here in Mark chapter 16. And just a quick side note here, hopefully not a rabbit hole. Do you know in Mark 16, when the women came to tend to Jesus' body, they were astonished that he was not there. And, that, and they told him, and, and they were told that he had risen. And they trembled and they were amazed. Never cease to be astonished tremble and amazed at what Jesus has done. There is a lot to be said about belief. He who believes and is baptized. Do you know what? Signs will follow you who believe. Great things will happen because you have all the stuff now. It is in you because I am in you. You know, Jesus had a close relationship between 12 people and himself where teaching and learning and care and love took place. We can be in a close relationship with Jesus. He's looking for disciples who will believe him and that can change the world. 
This story is astonishing. And folks, you've heard me say this many times before. We're in the disciple-making business and no other. So, you know, go and be one and make one and change the world. Become a disciple of Jesus. So my challenge to you all today is, who are you positioning yourself next to to become a disciple of Jesus? Because this is a great thing for us to attain to, to be like him and to do the very work that Jesus has asked us to do. Let me just pray for you right now. Father, I thank you for these amazing people that, that have gathered together today that are celebrating who you are, that are doing the things that you've asked him to do. And so, God, today I pray that your amazing blessing would come upon every person listening, Father, every person watching this, that your power would come upon them, Father, that you would empower them, Father, that you would call them, Father, and that you would send them, that they would make great disciples who make disciples. We ask for your complete surrounding comfort and love would be upon every person listening and watching today. And I ask this, Father, in your most precious name. Amen. Well, it's great for you to be with us today. Go in peace and do some amazing things for Jesus.